Go ahead and turn your Bibles to Psalm 1 1. The title today will be The Godly and the Ungodly. First, I just want to break down this chapter before we start. The first three verses of Psalm, we see the godly. The next three verses, the ungodly. That's a small breakdown. If you're there at Psalm 1 1, say amen. amen. All right. Let's go ahead and dive right into the chapter, but first, let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for many blessings. Thank you for this opportunity to come before everyone and give a message, and not for me to be glorified, but for you to be glorified. And thank you for all that you give us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go ahead and read Psalms 1 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sin- nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatever so whatever he doeth shall not shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Verse 1 seems to represent a choice that everyone must make. There is a fork in the road of life. You get to pick one route between two. The first route is the godly. The second is the ungodly. The first path, uh, the godly, leads to a path of blessings. And the second, the ungodly, leads to a path of destruction eternally. A prerequisite for experiencing a blessed life is described in the opening verses. God will bless you if you don't walk with the ungodly or seek counsel from the ungodly or unrighteous. Or take, uh, take it from Christ in his word. Let's read verse 2 and break it down as well. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Do you delight in other things more so than God? What do we delight in? Are you delighting in sin? God says sin is only pleasurable for a season. But we should delight in his word, which lasts forever. We are instructed to meditate on his word day and night. That's why it's important to read scripture and memorize his word. So you can meditate on all throughout the day. You can use um, scripture to fight Satan like Jesus did in the wilderness. Matthew 4.4 says, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. God is the living bread, because we can see that um, in Matthew 4.4, where he shows us. uh, Let's read... um, Psalms 119.35. I'm going to go ahead and read it. You don't have to turn there for sake of time, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. Make me to go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. We should delight in God in uh, services. Like, we don't have to grudge in it. Um, We can serve with him willingly, and whatever he tells us to do, we should do with a grateful heart. Let's go ahead and talk about the, the unrighteousness for a moment. Well, we see that they're not like they're not planted like a tree producing good fruits for Christ. And as we see in verse number three, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Let's say that you're a tree for a moment, okay? I know it's a weird example, but we're going to use it. Will you grow rapidly in consistency for Christ, bearing great fruits for Him, or will you rot and not do anything for Christ? Also, use another illustration. There's two roads. One says God, and the other road says Satan. Now, I don't know about you, but I would definitely choose God over Satan living against God, not to live against God. I hope and pray you would too. Let me ask you a question. 
If someone doesn't see a difference between you and an ungodly slash unholy person, then there's a problem. Uh, but I'm here to ask you today, will you be that uh, tree planted for Christ? I like the quote that Ed Loney said at camp. Uh, the multitudes are rejecting, individuals are accepting. Will you uh, be the individual that will accept Christ and live for the Lord? Let's read more to get a better uh, aspect and understanding of the unrighteous and the ungodly. We'll start in verse 4. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff, which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Will you be like the chaff and let Satan drive you away from God? Let's go ahead and read Psalms 1, 5 through 6. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation for the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The ungodly, the ungodly will perish and go to hell. The only way to become godly is if you, if you receive the bless, The only way to become godly and receive the blessings of the Lord is to get saved and repent that you're a sinner. You must realize that Christ did die on the cross for you and that you are a sinner. And ask Jesus Christ into your heart and believe he went to the cross to save you. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this uh, message that I brought before everyone. And that uh, I want to be glorified that you would through that message. And thank you for all that you give us. Please be with Jacob Frosley. And thank you for Jared's message as well. And 